Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Madrid's Boulevard, it's Paul and Rage! <laughs> Usually I let you go first, but this time I jumped in I and did it with you. <laughs> Hello, my love. Hello. Look at you with your TV hair. Oh, I know. You should have seen me when I came home with my TV makeup. My, plus one said, you look like a drag queen. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. so true, though, I do, because you know I don't wear makeup. And we've mm. had this discussion before that the TV makeup lady's idea of natural is nobody else's version of natural. And you know you've got to sort of turn it up for the TV cameras and stuff. But seriously, you come home looking like you should be a cast member on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> you know, it's just rancid. Yeah, but I don't – since the thing, you often make reference to yourself as a drag queen. Yes. Now, I think we have to confront this. I would say more so um, available hooker. <laughs> Because I don't think it's a manliness. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. How's your week been, my love? Quite good, I think. You know, today I've been thinking a little bit about Jesus. a about Jesus. Yes, about the solar system. I think a lot about Why that. Why is Mercury near Venus? Do you know anything about the solar system? I don't know anything about it. I didn't listen hard enough in science. I know nothing about the stars nor the solar system. Could not tell you which order the planets go Correct. in, how close or far they are. Correct. No idea. I often have massive chunks of school that have just evaporated. Yeah. So, you know, what is a simile? Yeah. You know, what is a verb? How do you spell the word does? Yes. You know, these things, <laughs> gone, 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 gone. And part of that is there would have been a time when I could say, Pluto is the one furthest from the sun. Yes. But I have no idea. The other thing is that whole verb, noun, like language thing. I know how to write and speak. I don't know what things are. Yeah, correct. You know, I don't know. Somebody's talking about a past participle. I, just, I mean, I, I couldn't oh. tell you what is the you know, it's something, you <laughs> yeah. know, but I don't but know what, what it is. But, but, you know, God love you if you're a grammar nerd, but I think you're an absolute toss pot. Mm. If you start throwing around, you know, path, path, you know, all Oh, that yeah. Stuff. I just think all of that stuff, and I know there's a lot of people who get off on it, you know, as in like, I understand the construction of English. Well, I understand the word f- <laughs> Well, you know the thing that's been perplexing me today, which is going to seem very rudimentary after this Were discussion. You in the shower and things are changing? <laughs> no. Do you need the book What's Happening to Me? No, I just wondered why the budget direct couple became aliens. Oh! <laughs> We could do a whole show on this. What, what happened, happened to that, that sort of faux French slash Belgium Sheila, the creepy older Australian bloke who basically just rolls his eyes and tells her to shut up? <laughs> like it doesn't matter what she says, but it's a budget, love. But we couldn't work out whether they were a couple, whether he was his, her father. Like yeah. what was going well, they on? They became a couple because remember the definitive thing was, was she was in the shower and he was there too. Presumably a dad doesn't speak yeah, too absolutely. much. Absolutely, absolutely. And that was when we thought, okay, they are a couple. But then where did the aliens come in? Well, I reckon there was a little pay dispute. <laughs> I reckon I reckon Mr. and Mrs. Bouget yeah. have turned around and said, uh, time to actually start paying us serious. And they've gone, or we could get a computer to do it. Because there's no need for them to be aliens. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? But also, I don't care what happens to the aliens. I want to know what happens to the Bouget Bouget. <laughs> 
lady. <laughs> I want to know if she's sleeping around with, you know, the Hertz bloke. Mm. I want to know if, you know, the quick copy guy. Mm. I don't know if he's got a penis, but he's certainly got big square hands. You know what I reckon's happened? She's run off with Katut. Oh, dear. I think dear, she's dear. gone and just cut that Rhonda's grass big time. <laughs> oh, by the way, could we no more Katut in I the know. news. Like, mm. okay, he's an actor mm. and she's an actress. Mm. And he got invited to the Logies. Oh, really? He got invited to the Logies and was like, Katut's big night out. Katut doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. Rach, I have a theatrical experience I <gasps> need to share with you. Please. Last week, had the chance to go and see my beautiful little niece, Miranda. Aww. She's in kindergarten. Super cute, super cute, super cute. So cute. And she was in her first ever play <gasps> at school. Did she have a big part or a bit part? Big for her. Big for her. Big for her. In the, you know, she's a little, they, they don't make the whole thing about the kindy kid. Yeah, but you see, in the very young sort of theatre, th- these are one of those few experiences in theatre where they actually cast a role for the tree. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In no other, as, as time goes on, when you reach a certain age, nobody's playing the tree anymore. But when you're super little, you know, someone's a chair, someone's a desk, yeah. you know, someone's playing a painting. They're big on casting roles for sort of inanimate objects. Well, see, the theme of it, though, was called Under the Sea or Beyond the Sea. Right. I've forgotten the program. <laughs> but, you know, you walk into the little school hall, there's the paper mache crab, oh, the yes. paper mache goldfish. Always an octopus, too, yeah. and they've got stockings stuffed with newspaper, yeah, you know, they? for the legs. Yeah. Brilliant. It was like we were underwater, right? <laughs> it was like we were underwater. I was meant to go to the 11.30 session. Something came up, had to go to the 9.30 session. Oh, the drama involved in changing this. Mm. It was like I've just gone up to the Sydney Theatre Company and said, can I go backstage and get a selfie with Kate Blanchett? <laughs> no, I had to go and see Mrs. Birmingham and Mrs. Anderson and Mrs. You know, like 12 different teachers yeah. who eventually send me to the entrance of the hall and they said, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, so Miri's little part is she's dressed as a crab. Mm-hmm. She comes out. She sort Aww. of says, the water is a place where lots of things live and lots of things can go wrong. You know, very cute, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know, dance, 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 cute, cute, cute. Anyway, I've looked at the program thinking, oh, well, they'll be back for the finale. No, done. That's they were the it. first up and they were done in five minutes. Anyway, for future prosperity, when Miranda's listening to this when she's 18, play enjoyed by all. <laughs> <laughs> were you ever in a play when you were a kid? You must have been. I was in a couple. I was the Tin Man uh-huh. in a Wizard of Oz thing, but I was absolutely convinced, and I remember to this day, and my apologies to the teachers that are listening, I had really passionate creative arguments when I was like in year five or whatever, yeah. saying, no, the Tin Man is a robot, so I will be performing this as a robot. <laughs> And they were like, no, you can't do it, 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 you can't do it. I still go out there and was like, Dorothy, how are you? (laughs) All I need is a heart. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. I would love for our dear listeners to head to paulandrach.com.au and email us with stories of how far they've travelled to get rejected. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> because there is a little situation going on in my life at the moment. A friend of mine uh, went back home overseas to England to go and hang out with uh, some friends for their wedding. 
and ran into a guy there that she'd known previously and thought, oh, you know, he's quite cute. And they sort of took a shine to each other, got along quite well at the wedding, oh, went and had a little date while she was over there. Now, she had had a conversation that a band that they both like was going to be playing in Australia and that, you know, she was going to go and get tickets, but she didn't know anybody else that would, you know, was into the band. So he suggested coming out to Australia to see the band. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice, that's right? That's cool. But my argument for this would be that if that is the case and there is nothing that has happened so far, one cannot assume oh. when you get to the other side of the world that things are definitely going to happen. The only way you can get on a plane is in the happy-go-lucky nature of being spontaneous and very 2015 and just going the other side of the world and seeing what happens. But the problem is he's gotten to the other side of the world. It hasn't quite worked out the way it was supposed to work out. And now, as you can see behind me, there's a bottle of Jack Daniels and some Coke because old mate's staying with us. Oh. (laughs) Oh, so this is the guy. This is the guy. So he's staying here with a Sheila he wants to hook up with. Yes. Who doesn't want to hook up with him. Yes. For how long? Um, he leaves today. There's a very awkward energy in the house. Okay, so do we put drugs in his bag? <laughs> no. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Hey, what are your thoughts on the Colombian cyclists' outfits? What? You haven't seen them? You're, you are putting... Look, last week, I had all those celebrity nudes downloaded. Oh. I'm not even aware of the Colombian okay. cyclists. Amazing. I thought it was like cool runnings. Oh, well, I didn't even know they had a team. The one great thing about this uh, outfit is it has surely informed the world that the Colombians do have a cycling team, a female cycling team, because I don't think anybody knew that they did. But tell me that the designer of this does not need a Trini and Susanna-style mirror. <laughs> wow! That is flesh tones from the tummy to below the... Yes. It is the most poorly oh designed outfit. That's awesome. Who? I mean, because every single time anybody's outfit is ever released, there is always a bit of a hoo-ha and an uproar. Oh, because... there's too much green and gold in the Australian <laughs> uniform. No, 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 no. These people's <laughs> are on show. <laughs> Listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, I know everyone else has done it, but could we just have a quick little chat about the new iPhone? Just a quick little one. I'm not even going to tech time this. Yes. Okay, iPhone, great. The watch, I want to f*** it. I want to f*** it. Oh, my God. Okay, this is what bugs me. Apple have clearly come out and again proven that they have this unbelievable ability to create demand for something you actively did not want. I was so anti-iWatch. Yeah. I thought, I'm not going to get on this bandwagon. What do I want? Some crappy-looking tech thing like looking like a pedometer on my wrist. Then it comes out in that gold one, the special edition yeah. with the pink wristband. What is amazing about this is that bloke Johnny Ivy or Johnny Ivy oh, or whatever yes, his name is. Oh, yes, the head of design. He mm. does this long video about how beautiful everything is. You I know, reckon he could do, honestly, a terrorist recruiting video and I'd go, maybe. I reckon they could bring out a disease and I would consider <laughs> buying Ebola. Ebola. He's going to be the Ebola man. I Ebola. Ebola is very sleek as they... it moves around your inside, slowly killing you. <laughs> you know what he needes to do? They need to get him in pap smear or breast check awareness <laughs> things, you know, to encourage women to go and do those things. Or like, the you know... duck bill may be cold, <laughs> but it's got an ergonomic design. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach.
What are your thoughts on, I mean, I already know what your thoughts are, but I feel like we should discuss it. The old Kimye's visit to Australia, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West being followed around. A friend of mine was in a suburb of Sydney the other day and took a snap of the outside of the shop across the road where they were apparently shopping. I don't get why members of the public would flock and hang around. It's all a bit weird. But as a human being with self-worth and intelligence, why are you standing out the front of a shop that Kim and Kanye are shopping at? I will give you the hop tip. There is no way in God's green earth that Kim will walk out, have a selfie with you and think, my God, you know what? Let's be friends. Yeah. These people, these couple, have nothing but contempt for you. Good, good. They have no interest in you. In fact, they'd really love it if you f***ed off and let them shop by themselves. But we, the rest of the planet, mm. the six billion people, we are the background noise to these people. Yeah. And I saw all these idiots you know, putting up the selfies of them at the Kanye concert that just seemed to be an epileptic yes. nightmare of just yep. lights flashing on and off and him going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> God, yeah. I'm like, oh, not, not to mention the fact, did you read the story during the week about the fact that he has a song or maybe more than one song that he refuses to perform until everybody in the arena is standing? Dickhead. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going on. There's mm. one bloke that's not standing up. Bloke was in a wheelchair. Oh, oh. And apparently people in the crowd were looking up to him doing the wheeling maneuver like the mates in a wheelchair, you better get... And he just went at it and at it and at it and then sent out his security guard to check that the bloke was in a wheelchair. What a douchebag. This guy is a piece of work. Oh, but she's got great... (laughs) Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, you being deeply ensconced in a long-term relationship now, (laughs) will understand the term leave pass. (laughs) Oh, I had a great one yesterday. Shani, out of town for the day, so PMAS, whatever he wanted to do. Sunday was a blank check, baby doll. And I didn't have to be at work until (laughs) (laughs) 8.59. For those of you that don't know, Paulie goes on air at 9. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) it. It was Sunday. Yes, yeah. I thought, you know what? Bugger it. Up the Central Coast we go. Oh, you and your driving. I love my Central Coast. I'm you rocking out. You and your driving. And, and, and V8 cruising. Loving it. Oh. Eventually get to, to a club up on the Central Coast. Iguana Joe's? Is no. that it? No? <laughs> no, it's an RSL club that I don't want to name. Okay. Because if I name, then all of our fans will clearly turn up there. <laughs> Breakers. Breakers at Womberall. Oh, okay. All right. Just fantastic. What is it about breakers that wheels you in? Well, a op- superior level of poker machine? Well, <laughs> they're renovating that area. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's on that lagoon, right? Mm-hmm. And when the sun's going down, you know that stuff that just feels like I'm nowhere near home. Yeah, And this yeah, is yeah. like an hour up the road, you yep. know, just fantastic. Yep. Loved it, loved it. And then I decided I might hit those pokies for a little bit. Why not? But all this leads to a little confrontation I had with a very cranky old lady. A lot of them. Well, she's there just bunger after bunger after bunger after bunger. I happened to light up a cigar. Oh, oh, do you mind, sir? (laughs) And I went... (laughs) No. (laughs) It's a smoking area, Rachel. I've talked about this before. Mm. All I want to do is in the dedicated smoking area. Mm. Kill myself slowly with <laughs> nicotine and tobacco. 
But this is a woman that, in the inimitable way that old people behave, she's got the poker machine that she's clearly been sitting at for potentially the best part of 72 hours. You know, she's, I mean, she's nappy on, I'm assuming. (laughs) You know, this woman is putting in the hard yards and she wants to sit there in her own perfectly constructed area of misery, but, P. Murray. But this is what I'm saying, sweetie. It's a public area. Yep, sometimes you do that thing where just you become a toddler yeah. and somebody's on the poker machine, either you want to play or you used to play or whatever, and you're like, I hope they get off that soon because I want to put my money but in But does it. anybody truth? See, this is the thing about the poker machines. You know I'm not a gambler. I have no idea what to do when I'm gambling. I once went up to the horse races, to the lady at the booth, and gave her 50 cents and said the words, do I... I say each way. Like that's that's (laughs) the only betting that I've done. I don't know how to bet. But the thing that really blows me away is that aggression that people get when you go on their poker machine because of that, it's about to pay out. Yeah, correct. When you are into that territory and you're sort of at it's about to pay out, I mean, you got some issues. Here's the deal, kids. There is no system. There is no algorithm. There is no counting. It's a random thing that basically means in the end... You lose. Yeah. (laughs) They get to put a brand new giant television (laughs) at the damn club, okay? So did you win any money? Uh, We invested, Rachel, in the future of the community of the Central Coast. (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Apparently nude fitness is on the rise. God, where? Oh, hang on. So this is, maybe it could be... Nude news. Zip. You know, there's barely any kind of fitness bandwagon that I will not jump on board. However... I do have my limitations. You won't get Nikki. Won't get nude. Some of the things that are going around are nude CrossFit classes. Okay, so hang on. How does your core get turned on by being nude? In CrossFit, there's a lot of squatting, a lot of lunging, a lot of bending over to pick up kettlebells. How does it help your fitness? I understand that it, it, it makes us all interested. And let's be honest, a couple of gym bodies I wouldn't mind seeing yeah, in yeah. this nude style scenario. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe, you know, it's in incentive for the larger body to turn up to class, maybe for the more attractive and svelte of the body, it's kind of incentive to really get those reps done f***ing quickly. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, I think I actually am genuinely going through a little midlife crisis. Why? Like, Fedekum genuinely going through one. What's going now, on? as we know, I'm getting around in the, the Commodore, loving it, loving it. But it's, mm. you know, got to get a more serious, stable thing that doesn't break down. Yeah, which it has done out the front of my house. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what I'm looking at? Oh. Convertibles. Now, here's the thing. Am I living out the bloke's dream, which is, you know, the no roof? How good is this? Let's go for a drive. Is there a douche? Like, what's... Massive douche you factor. S- so you say all convertibles? Douche factor. Really? Absolutely. Some of our best friends have them. I'm aware, and I've told him to his face. Really? <laughs> yes. I like that car. I Listen, the mate of ours, I've travelled in his car. I told him originally I wouldn't get in it. What? Because I thought it was so too douchey. All convertibles are douchey. Yeah, I told him it had to be top up or nothing, and that wasn't just for the car. <laughs> but I just think it is a douchey manoeuvre. I don't know. See, I'm viewing this as me enjoying the environment, not the environment watching me. 
I know you have the best of intentions, but I don't think you can get out of this without at least a smear of douche. Wow. You haven't even hit 40 yet. Yeah, but hello, this body? <laughs> oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> you should have had your midlife crisis about 10 years ago. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. You've been married for a long time. No, you haven't. You've been in a relationship for a long time, not married for a long time. Still a significant amount of time. Yeah. But essentially, you have been partnered for ages. And so I'm sure... A generation, I think. A generation. I'm sure there would have been moments in your relationship where you or Shani would have experienced somebody flirting with you or the other while the other person was there. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> I do. Have you never experienced this? Because I had a situation with Plus One where I was present for a woman flirting with him, and I just wanted to get your but advice. He's a magnet. Look at him. He's a good-looking bloke. <laughs> he's a very good. And you're a good-looking Sheila. And my wife's a good-looking Sheila. Mm. I've seen some guys look at her bum as she walks past. Right. I've seen a couple of guys sort of ooh, like notice something. Yeah. In ter- but obviously nobody's hitting me up. But but so what were they doing? She was just a bit. <sighs> she was very attentive in advance before yes. we get to the end of this. Yes, I feel sorry for Plus One who had to put up with the questioning <laughs> for about an hour and a half afterwards. <laughs> so, did she make you feel good? Is that the way you want me to talk to you? Because there's no way you let that shit slide. Not only that, every time his phone dings or he gets an oh, email, I'm like, is that no? <laughs> oh, don't do that to the poor man. He will leave you. <laughs> I'm telling you, he will leave you or his his mates will go, get away from her. Be the cool Sheila, baby. You don't care. I've got what nobody else can have. (laughs) So I had to stand there. I mean, it was an awkward situation. Clearly, I was sort of tits on the bull at this point in time, just standing there while they were having a bit of a yarn. Well, let's be fair. He has seen a lot of you. (laughs) That's true. <laughs> like, like, even though he loves you, there's nothing new you're going to offer. That's very true. So, so like, literally right now, yeah. while he loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would be slightly more excited by, you know, oh, look at that new tree. Okay. <laughs> okay. I wonder what that looks like with no clothes on. Hit <laughs> the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, how do you feel about the world of medical marijuana? Hmm, I'm not sure. Yeah, look, I think for cancer patients, yeah. for people at the very end of their life, whatever works, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But the rest. Yeah. But the rest <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I love these people who say, oh, I've got sore eyes or sore back or sore bones or knees or I'm tired or I'm hungry, whatever they've come up with. You know, shit, you've been snowboarding all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But also, what a massive surprise, a drug that kind of tunes you out to what's going on. Yeah. You think is therapeutic. That's ridiculous. It's Mm. like saying, you know... um, there's too much light in here. If I close, my- oh wow! <laughs> oh, I don't have to deal with the light, man. Oh, come on. Let's be honest. I, I mean, I've met a few potheads in my time. No community <laughs> theatre. <laughs> and you know, th- yes, there are a lot of intelligent people who don't mind a bit of weed. But there's plenty of people that you go, the chances of you amounting to nothing are high. Oh, you yeah, know? <laughs> like, yeah, correct. And, you know, this is not a calibre of person that you want in the business of finding a loophole. Well, you know? also, is, am I the only one who, when I hear these stories or whatever, I go, compulsory voting. They've got as much say <laughs> as you or I. But then again, so does Jackie Lambie. <laughs> 
Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. We know that the Jack Daniels bottle in this place is not yours. No. It is your mate's not plus one plus one. Yes, that's true, yep. Because <laughs> I think one grows out of the time when one needs to display their alcohol. Yeah. Now, I don't know how old this bloke is. I'm imagining, is that some late 20s gear? Mm-hmm. And look, he's on holidays, so fine, fair enough. But in your actual house, mm. I can't help but being a bit judgy when I walk into your lounge room and I see a collection of booze bottles. Yeah. See, I don't drink at home. I will drink outside, but I just have never gotten home and gone, oh, I could smash a Kahlua. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I've always found that sort of frangelico port, like extra level of excess that to me I'm like, if you're smashing a port every night or a frangelico, like that shit's a special occasion for me, you know? Like that is a, oh, goodness, I haven't had a frangelico in like three years. I might have one of them to end my meal. It's not that it's a statement of alcoholism. It's a statement of alcohol being too important to you. Yeah. And I know and I know there's a lot of people listening to us right now who are going to go, "What the fuck are these two on about? These are the people who read dirty stories. Bring those people back." I'm sorry if we're offending you, but I'm telling you the truth. Mm. Is it you can have a drink, fine, whatever. You keep it in a cupboard. Plus, there is a lot of snobbery around what kind of alcohol you buy. Correct. And there is such a sense and I know you experience this from time to time, P. Murray, being a non-drinker. I probably my knowledge of alcohol is about as extensive as my knowledge of betting. You know, like I I generally sort of pick maybe midway through the wine list in a restaurant. I don't know anything about what I'm picking. It's always been told to me, three from the bottom, three from the top. That's your range to deal with. This is exactly because you don't want to look like a tight ass. You don't want to be showy. And who in their right mind is paying $200 for a bottle of wine to go out on a dinner on a Saturday night? Ridiculous. That that said, if I flew here from London and I... was really trying to build the case. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. I was lucky enough to do a little uh, MC work on the weekend for uh, a little charity event, a little bit of uh, raising money for the good people of Lifeline. Did you? Oh, I love Lifeline. They're a great organisation and you should absolutely donate to them at the charity organisation MC events that you do. Do you keep the swearing to a minimum? I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. I've learned the hard way. I've mm. sometimes gone too far too hard. And... I get really nervous in front of a live crowd because when it's you and me, you know, we obviously get very used to it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I can sort of see people being unimpressed. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. very difficult, the MC gig. But I've got to say, for the first time ever, I kind of liked wearing a tuxedo. This is all part of this middle-age crisis thing, clearly. Because there is a point in time where, you know, men decide bow ties are cool. So, I mean, could this be something you could inject into the regular P. Murray wardrobe? Are we getting... Because I just, you know, you like I am a comfort dresser. Yeah. You're not a massive fan of putting, you know, a lot of effort into it's what you wear. you say that. You know what I think the P. Murray look, maybe from late this year, but definitely next year is going to be on, maybe on telly and everywhere else. Wow. Long sleeve shirt rolled up, waistcoat tie. Tell me that look is not a P. Murray look. Oh, that is quite smart. He also looks like he's um, taking the keys for your car at the Sofitel. That is the slight <laughs> downside, isn't it? <laughs> Tonight, the news from a butler. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page.
We've had quite a few requests after the delightful regional radio man read story time for another one of the P. Murray characters. Oh, characters? <laughs> characters, Sorry, Rachel? another one of our guests Thank to you. the show. Friend of the program. <laughs> the Love Muscle to read this week's story time. I just had a look at the cartoon. Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly. Now, oh once again, we apologise in advance if we've read this one. I will at some point create a system with this no. pile of random no. pornos. But at the moment, we grab what we've got and we do it and yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah, guess what? You know, unless you want to sponsor the podcast, Rachel don't have <laughs> so much money to head down to 7-Eleven every week. Come on. If you want, here's the deal. If you want story time... Pay for story time. Exactly. Send me, subscribe on our behalf, and send me porn every week. (laughs) We've reached a new low. We have. All right, so I am going to introduce this week in Rachel's story time, the delightful love muscle, a man who is no stranger to love and romance. He will be reading the story of two... (laughs) Hello, Rachel. Of two very loved up and promiscuous individuals mm. in this week's Love Muscle Story Time. Thank you so much, Rachel. It's nice to be here. Um, I understand there's a code word that sometimes gets involved in this. That's very <laughs> true, Love Muscle. Now, is there a word you'd like me to supplement when things get a little saucy? Well, I think in honour of the Colombian cycling women's uniform. Really? <laughs> flesh tone? I don't think that's going to work when I got oh. my flesh tones out. <laughs> what about Colombia? Oh, Colombia. <laughs> All right, let's see how Colombia goes. All right, this is a message from EW in Brisbane, Queensland. When I lost my job a few months ago, I was scared to tell my husband. We had a mortgage, two young kids, and the bills were piling up. So I knew he'd hit the roof. (laughs) I had to keep the money rolling in, so I put an ad in the paper. Of course you did. (laughs) Offering my services as an escort. (laughs) (laughs) My ad detailed my big Colombians. (laughs) Firm body, long brown hair. So it wasn't long before I got my first call. I think we all know where this is going, don't we? I'm tipping it's the husband who called her, but anyway, let's go. Can we do the podcast like this every week? Sure, but I cost more than Paul does. (laughs) (laughs) He seemed nice enough on the phone, and I agreed to meet him in his inner city apartment for sex. (laughs) (laughs) I was so nervous that I took the bus to see him, but also so turned on (laughs) that my Colombians were... Colombian <laughs> My heart was pumping hard as I knocked on his door And when I stroked oh, I was stoked oh, I was about to say you've jumped ahead there <laughs> No, I was stoked you see Because the guy was tall And he was a European looking guy Slightly racist <laughs> He had an expensive bottle of wine and two glasses His name was Claudio <laughs> Yeah, right, it was. (laughs) He was lovely. And on top of it, when he pulled out his Colombian, it was huge. (laughs) I struggled to wrap my Colombians around it. It was a huge (laughs) turn-off to have a stranger's (laughs) Colombian tickling my Colombian. (laughs) 
Claudio Colombian, Colombian, and thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> After twenty minutes of truly wonderful Colombianing, he Colombian and carefully. Oh, he was so big that it hurt. <laughs> but in my most incredible, imaginable. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's just skip to the end. My hubby couldn't quite figure out why I was so happy when I got home from work that evening. The end. <laughs> <laughs> there is some stuff there that I could... Can I just beep? I'm going to tell you what it's Yeah, right? okay, okay, go. Get ready to beep. Okay. Claudio... <laughs> and I... <laughs> until he... That is filth that I'm not even going to read for you privately, Rachel. <laughs> the only thing with the love muscle is that I'm just surprised that one of these members wasn't calling in from jail. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. You're listening to 